Hello, I'm Russell from Snapped, and welcome back to another episode of the Stories Podcast. This week, I'm talking to social media strategist and creator of the ChatSnap Twitter chat, Christy Gillentine. Thank you for coming on the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So um, I just wanted to start by asking how you got started with Snapchat and in particular with stories. I just wondered how you sort of heard about it and when you first started using it. Yeah, I, you know, I heard about Snapchat when it first came out, being in social media and, and working so closely with other platforms. It just wasn't something that I personally was interested in and didn't see the applications for how my clients could use it when it first came out. It wasn't until just about a little over a year ago that I finally hopped on it. Brian Banzo started singing its praises and uh, that prompted me to give it a try and see what the newest buzz was about. And I was just immediately hooked. Do you think right then that this is going to be like a, a really big platform that lots of people would be using? I knew Snapchat was a big deal with younger audiences and had been for a long time. It wasn't until I actually got on it myself and uh, became active and saw how it fostered such deep connections that I realized the power and potential it had and still has to just as a creative storytelling marketing tool. Talking of stories, I noticed you make lots almost every day. Do you plan them in advance? I frequently plan them in advance. Uh, it depends on the content and what I'm doing. Anytime I do a story for for a client or a nonprofit that I'm supporting, I, I plan those out as much as I can. I'm not scripting everything, of course, I, I, but I do prefer to have like an outline and do some research so I know what I'm talking about and can tell the story as succinctly and creatively as possible. So with the, the clients that you work for, do you do the stories sort of on their behalf or is it working with them so they can make the stories? It's been a little bit of both, mostly on my own account. We work with ExxonMobil, for example, and uh, there have been some projects that ExxonMobil will send volunteers out to work with nonprofits. And so I will go out and do a story delivering the messages of, of why ExxonMobil is at this event and why they're volunteering and why it's important and why the work of the nonprofit is important and how other people can help. So that's something that I'm doing on my own account, but it's a supplementary piece of the overall story. How, how long would, would you spend sort of making those stories, like compared to if it's just like a, a normal story that you would make like for your own like audience? It, again, depends on the content and the event. Um, you know, sometimes I'll spend an actual, you know, maybe only 20 minutes or less on a story. Um, I think the longest time I've spent on a story was when I did a volunteer project during a Snapchat swap with my friend Chris Strub. And I uh, was on his account while he was on mine. And I went out and volunteered with a nonprofit here in Houston, Texas, that works with adults with developmental disabilities, teaching them job 
skills. And I went out and actually did work training with them. We were making pizzas for the Houston Rodeo, which is a giant event. But that story, it was a 14-hour process to create what ended up being an 11-minute story. Wow. <laughs> but it was worth every second. That's definitely a really good good way of using stories, I think. is. Would you describe your style as more sort of for showing things like that, like behind the scenes, or does it depend, like you were saying, on the type of content you're focusing on? It definitely depends. You know, I, I like to to show that behind the scenes. I also like to be able to provide some, you know, like when I travel, I snap a lot and I like to provide historical context and do research on where I'm going and what happened there and just the, you know, the history behind it. Cause I don't, I don't want, I want people to be able to, to learn something while they're watching me also. But it's also, um, as far as snapping's done and the ones that have been most successful for me have been audience engagement stories where I asked my Snapchat community for their ideas, suggestions, and then tell my story by incorporating their input and then citing them for it. Um, for example, I did a, an Ask Me Anything interview, but with a twist. I did it with my 100-year-old great-grandmother and called Ask Nanny Anything. So people sent her questions from all over the world, and she then answered them on my Snap story. So uh, I was sharing the questions that they asked with their usernames, and then she was answering them, which was a lot of fun. Uh, another one was when I actually broke my foot earlier here while Snapchatting. <laughs> I was posting a snap and missed a step. But uh, missing a step and breaking your foot isn't a very exciting story. So I had my Snapchat community send in tall tales for how I broke it, stories that were better than the real story. And uh, that made for a really fun story as well. So just engaging my community and, and getting them to have fun with me and, and help them tell the story that I'm telling. So in terms of like tracking the engagement, how, how would you say, like compare one story to another in terms of what was more successful? Um, you know, I periodically will monitor completion rates and screenshot numbers and things like that. But for me on Snapchat, it's all about the communication that happens on the chat side of Snapchat. So it's just the engagement that I'm getting and the number of conversations and comments that are happening as a result of that story. Uh, you know, Snapchat for me, is it's all about the friendships that I've built and the relationships that have come out of it. And uh, so really it's just that the engagement that happens on the chat side that I use to gauge the success of a story. Okay. That's a, um, a really interesting way of looking at it because quite a lot of people I've spoken to it is it's all about the messages rather than the stories. It's almost like the stories are a way to get people to either talk more or just to reach out and reply about something. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. So talking about and chatting and messaging, how how and why did you start the, the chat snap Twitter chat? Yeah, so I love Snapchat, obviously, and I also love Twitter chats. And I looked for a Twitter chat specifically about Snapchat, but there wasn't one. Um, my friend Madeline Sklar is a Twitter chat master. She's hosted a Twitter chat every week for the past five years. 
She's the creator of the super popular Twitter Smarter chat that happens every week. And she happens to be one of my friends here in Houston, Texas. Uh, through her, I know just the amazing ability that Twitter chats have to bring people together around a shared interest. And I talked to her about the, the, the lack of a Snapchat Twitter chat, and she encouraged me to just start my own. So I reached out to a few friends, um, Chris Strub, Chris McManamy, Blake Croft. I knew that I had a, a small group of people that had my back 100%. So I just I launched it, and that was on March 16th of this year. So we're about eight months in, and we've trended at least nationally since week one. I think the our current 9.2 million reach and 109 million impressions, and so we're, we're getting some really, I think, impressive numbers for being such a young Twitter chat. It's um, it, We now have a Facebook group. The community can further connect outside of the chat. Uh, we've been listed online most recently in a blog by Hootsuite as one of the top Twitter chats for social media marketers to follow. So I'm, I'm just really excited about how successful it's been, but also excited to see how much farther it can go. It's such a, a vibrant, fun community of people with all different backgrounds and experience levels that really just come together to learn from one another. And it's been fun to be a part of that. It's definitely a, a really positive chat as well, I'd say. it's Everyone's really nice to each other. Well, that's one of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'll um I'll add a link in the show notes as well so people can can find out more information. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, just back to Snapchat quickly. If you were to give three tips to someone who who is just starting to work on Snapchat or to make stories, for example, if they they were on the Twitter chat and then just wanted to find out more about it, what would be three tips you could give them to start making content? I would say most important thing is to watch content. It's really difficult on Snapchat to just create an account and dive in and start going. I think it's critical that you watch content and comment and start building those relationships. But even beyond the, the relationship part, just you can learn so much about how to use the platform by seeing how other people use it. I think also asking for help when you have questions. Don't be afraid to reach out to someone who you've connected with on Snapchat or who you admire on Snapchat. Um, anybody in the chat snap community would be more than happy to help, but just, you know, don't be afraid to ask when you have questions because Snapchat isn't a super intuitive, easy to use platform where you download it and, and just understand immediately how to do everything. It does take practice. And I think third tip, it's so important on there to just be yourself. And um, I think Snapchat just begs for authenticity more than any other platform. And um, important to just remember that it's okay to be yourself there. That's really good, really good tips. I think they're different to ones we've had previously as well. So it's really interesting to hear, especially about reaching out to people. Would you say that people are more likely to reply on Snapchat than other sort of uh, social media platforms. It's, it's a, a very friendly community on Snapchat, at least the interactions that 
that's been my experience with it. Um, I remember starting out, Blake Croft was a huge help for me and I met him through another friend and, and, you know, anytime I had a question about like, oh, you know, how did you do that? I could reach out to him and ask and then building your skills by seeing what other people are doing and asking them how they do it. And, um, you know, usually I always say this and, and I know others do as well. If you're asked a question and you don't know the answer, you're bound to know somebody who can help. Definitely. Talking of the, of the, like the chat side of Snapchat, in terms of the features and the, the limitations as well, what would you say particularly about like virtual video and the, the 10 seconds like limit to videos? Do you think that changes the way people tell their stories as well? Um, you know, I, I, the vertical video frustrates a lot of content creators because it goes against everything we've always done. But really, you know, it makes perfect sense is what I always tell people, you know, vertical video ads, for example, are watched nine times more often in their entirety than horizontal ads. Phones are held vertically. And so people are spending people are spending more and more times on time on their vertical devices so turning a phone horizontally feels unnatural so really it's natural to create the content and the orientation preferred on the device that you're watching it on but um for the 10 second time limit i i've been a journalist for a long time um so telling stories succinctly has always been a focus of mine the 10 second limit on Snapchat just takes that to a whole other level. Um, I never like to say in five snaps what I could say in two. So that's where some of my planning ahead comes in, you know, not scripting myself, but knowing in my head the subject matter and kind of mapping it out in my head. Um, there's also an art to using the less to 10 second video when you're snapping, I found. Because if every video is the same length, uh, I think it lends itself to more tapping through. Um, again, it's just all about being succinct with your message. And uh, it's good to mix things up. And I like to leave people hanging sometimes until the next snap to keep them actively listening. You know, for example, um, saying in one snap every week on chat snap we have a different guest and this week and then stop it and then on the next snap say we welcome brian fanzo to talk about blah 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 uh just kind of leaving them hanging and mixing up the lengths of the videos but still keeping in mind that people's time is valuable and you want to keep you want to keep it fast paced uh to keep them interested Definitely. I think that's a really interesting um, a way of delaying what you're going to say. Who would be your, um, if you had to pick sort of five accounts that you really like watching, who would be your like five favorite creators? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard. Off the top of my head, we're going to do a fast five here. Okay. Chris Strub, Joe Wilson TV, Chris McManamy, and... Biz Aaron. Oh, is that four? One, two. Okay. Uh, let's do one more. <laughs> uh, Mike Metzler. Metz044. He's a Houstonian and um, a Snapchat artist who works with Del Mondo. 
Okay, I'll add uh, links in the show notes as well to all of all of the accounts you mentioned. <laughs> okay, I'll be happy to send you a lot more if you need them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the the last question I've, I've I've got, and this one that I'm particularly really interested in, is: Do you save your past stories or repurpose them in any way at the moment? I do. Um, I don't save every story. But I save the ones I'm particularly proud of or that a lot of work went into or that tell a story I never want to forget and want to share with others outside of Snapchat. Um, I actually launched a YouTube channel just to save my Snapchat stories. Uh, so, I'm, you know, I'm, I am repurposing the full stories and also in repurposing individual snaps, um, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, etc. But uh, I'm I'm also now excited to see what lies ahead with uh, your home for vertical video snapped. Very excited to to kind of see what happens there and what I can do with that. I think that it's going to be really useful for a lot of people. Is there anything else that you wanted to add or anything you want to mention? Chat Snap, the Twitter chat all about Snapchat is Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Sometimes we have guests and uh, we have some really exciting ones coming up, including Brian Fanzo, Sean Ayala, Joel Com. So definitely stay tuned to that. And you can see uh, recaps of our past chats. There's a short link for it, um, bit.ly slash chatsnap. And, of course, we have the chatsnap Facebook group if you want to search for that and join it there. We do a lot of brainstorming future chat topics and developing questions as a group. It's really a community effort. That's really good. Thank you again for, for coming on the show. It's been great to, great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. hope you enjoyed this episode i'll be back again soon in the meantime please check out snap.tv to make more of your stories that's s-n-a-p-p-d.tv